Listeners of the Reject Nation, we have no idea where Coy is. Uh-huh. You best believe he's going to get plenty of shit for the next few weeks for this. All of it. Um, so All the shit on he's Coy. He's plain and simple. We have no idea where he's at right now. Uh, I, I've checked my phone several times, and uh, we are starting late because of him. So, Coy, <laughs> you can rot in hell, you Irish yeah. bastard. <laughs> you deserve everything you get. <laughs> um, guys, let's, uh, let's get to it. Let's see what's going on here on uh, this episode, the final episode of Secret Invasion. There they go. There they go. Oh, what a great last shot. To become one. The show's over. And I guess Agent Maria Hill just is dead. Yeah, it was the first episode that said it didn't have her as a guest star. Yeah, they didn't play that footage. Moment of truth. Moment. Okay. Drum roll. Coy was asleep. You got something <laughs> back? What did he say? <laughs> Damn it, man. You missed so much. No. Could have pointed out the one or two power sets that we did not properly call. Yeah, and maybe all, caught one of the names. As as I was on the like, screen. was Ghost in the Endgame battle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or was that a, an Ant Man phasing thing that I totally missed? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, who else has phasing abilities that we've seen up until now? I mean, I feel like that's a scene where like probably every single character they've ever rendered is, is somewhere on screen. So maybe. <laughs> All righty, guys, let's talk about it. All righty. Well, I'm sure Screen Crush, Heavy Spoilers, and New Rockstars are going to have fun breaking down and deciphering every, every single, single power, power that we saw in that fight scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't. That's that's not what we do. What <laughs> we're going to do is give our uh, analysis, commentary, of course, a review of the episode, and factoring our experience of the entire season as a whole as well. That's what we want to do today. And I'll let John go first, since John tends to be the nicer one always out of everyone who ever <laughs> comes on this channel. That's right. Kind Johnny. Uh, you know, this was a, a decent finale in my eyes. There was certainly a, this exemplifies a lot of the things that the show has been up until now. There are a lot of really nice scenes. I think this is one of the better-ish overall episodes, but, you know, the season as a whole has had this quality of, like, yeah, certain parts are really cooking, certain things are very intriguing, certain in, uh, certain relationships are easy to really latch onto, and then other things feel a bit perfunctory and feel a bit kind of rushed and, you know, sort of by the numbers, or, or at least, like, they could have used an extra ounce of inspiration or oomph or something, and... No! Why? I know, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, the hot takes today, all right? I'm saying what no one's uh, uh, brave enough to say. There are <laughs> worse, there are worse finales of Dis- on the Disney Plus show. Oh, certainly. More disappointing ones, I would say. Yeah, and there are probably more inconsistent shows than this one. Like, ultimately, I liked... No, this was on a steady deconsistent. <laughs> this is on a steady decline. <laughs> it's on a, it it was natu- on a, naturally got there. It was there. on a gradual <laughs> slope down to being fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it all ended on a fine note. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I, I don't want the the response to this to teach the wrong message because I really like 
what this was going for, and by extension, I think the easiest Marvel series up until this point to compare this to would be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that was another show where I was like, I really like what you guys are going for, and obviously that was hampered by other circumstances, but you know, both of them are shows where you're like, ah, you you got close to something really interesting and cool, but you kind of you know, settled for like, yeah, you know, a surface level depiction of this kind yeah. of con- conflict. And again, I don't want to keep harping this point, but in a post Andor world, you just know that it's possible to reach those heights of like, oh, all the cool sci fi shit that we want out of this franchise, plus real world ruminations and, you know, gray areas of socio political, economic espionage and things like that. Um, I like this as a, as a wrap up to especially. I mean, Nick Fury and Priscilla is like the best part of the show. Name's Vara. Vara. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to get it right. Dead name. Her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's easily the heart and soul of the show. I liked some of the wrap ups in terms of, you know, finally getting to see some of those powers come to the screen. But for every piece of praise I have to lump on this, as there's also uh, a gripe or a complaint or a nit to pick. You don't have to, John. You could be the guy who likes everything. Whew, okay, uh, I loved this, yeah. you guys. Best finale, best show, yeah. most consistent content out of the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Quote me on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was really obvious that it was going to be Gaia there. Uh, did it make sense to me that Nick Fury would show up for the fight? And it was, <laughs> I'm really conflicted about a lot of that. Uh, like, the fight in and of itself and the, it, I have a dichotomy about it in the great words of Koi Jandra. Oh, duplicitous. I do, because there's so many things I liked about it, and then there's so many things contextually that I'm like, but wait a minute. Then <laughs> That's where I'm really coming from here. Like, I really thought Gravik's speech, the entire time he was lamenting his sorrows, his pains upon Nicholas Fury and all the blame for his actions are just being projected onto him the entire time. And it was it was a really impactful moment. And the first like ten minutes or so of this episode, I I did think they were okay, they're going back a little bit more to what I was really loving about this show uh within the first two. I'll, I'll even get to the first three ep- like the things that I still loved about the first three episodes. And 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 then of course the speech of Nick Fury is giving back but the fact that it's Gaia's the one who's saying it, <laughs> I'm wondering what my takeaway is. Is that supposed to be Nick Fury's arc? Or is that Gaia coming to an understanding finally, you know, of this is what uh, the, the, her dad, like why her dad believes so much in Nick and now she sees the perspective and now she's on that side. Is she? Did she have this conversation with Nick Fury? And now she's like, <laughs> my last time before I flaked away. I'm like, was this a thing you discussed with Nick? <laughs> yeah, between the last episode and yeah. this one, Nick was like, here's everything you got to say. Yeah, because here's- she's not like cerebrally hooked up to him, in, yeah. you know, the way how these other scrolls are. So to me, I'm like, whose arc does this belong to right now? Is this a Gaia arc? Is this a Nick arc? Is this anyone's arc? <laughs> and that's why I I feel conflicted about that moment because it was really apparent that it was going to be Gaia. And then the plan in and of itself, I thought was a little ridiculous. Like that could have gone so awry. That could have gone. I, I don't think that was thought out at all <laughs> of what she did. Of I'm going to give him this. And we're going to battle it out. <laughs> well, know? it counts so much on him being okay with 
Nick being in the accelerator machine, the reactor, whatever it is as well. And it's like he could have easily been like, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, be- beyond that, it, it counts on the fact that she would like they don't know what powers they're going to get. Yeah. And that's and while I think there's something so cool contextually about everything, everyone having this amalgamation of a billion different power sets that are all coming through and it's cool to see on screen. And for someone who read the Secret Invasion comic book, I'm like, all right, now we're doing a little bit of Secret Invasion stuff. Like we've had the whole paranoia thing down of who's a scroll. And now we're doing the element of watching a a, a, uh, a scroll adapt powers. Now they're yeah. just you know, combining it all into like two characters, right? And you know, visually, it it wasn't bad to me. You know, I I think it's Marvel, especially, uh, <laughs> it's an easy thing to knock at when it comes to their visuals. And I'm like, come on, we've we've seen worse. <laughs> oh sure, we've seen worse. And all things considered, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like, there's something pretty cool about it. But like I said, the the idea behind the plan is a little f- too far fetched to me, and it seemed like an excuse to go down that Disney Plus route that 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 She Hulk directly makes fun of for what the shows do. Yeah, to get to the point with big VFX fight scene <laughs> thing, especially with two characters who have all these personal charge stakes pointed at each other. To just yeah. culminate in yeah, like a smash em up battle, and then Gravik just gets murked on the spot, no, you know, un- unceremonious death. I mean, like you get the speech, but that's pre-fight. You need a moment after the fight to yeah. send him off at least. His death was so un- was so lackluster. Uh, the way that went down, just an easy beam to the chest. You know, like I, I thought it was a- such a weak death scene, especially for such a great, like a really well written and well performed villain. Yeah, I thought it was really. I, I did not I, I did not like that. And what I don't like in in situations like this especially is them learning powers is them going, I'm looking at it. All right, I got it. I can just imagine Stop. what I, to do. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I I generally don't like that at all. I'm like, no, there should be some figuring out. Of yeah. what of what to do? You both even being... Captain America when he's first running in that movie, he's like, "What the hell? I'm running? This <laughs> 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 way Ooh, faster like, than yeah. used to." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they're, and they're each being overwhelmed with an influx of like every conceivable power from everybody yes. who showed up in the end game battle, pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, the fact that they're immediately jumping to like, "I got four quadrants in my body, all yeah. different powers, and I'm wielding them dual, and it's no problems whatsoever." I think it's really cool. I thought there was like cool parts to it. Overall, the Gaia character, um, I think Amelia Clark, she really, I think she showed up. I think Amelia Clark uh, really did her her best. I don't feel like the show ultimately gave her much to do in the end. Uh, I th- I think that her character was underserved, and it's Amelia Clark, who I do think is a really great actress, and I I wish that they gave her more substance or something more to chew on versus what we ultimately got here giving her Which, moments to nick fury moment yeah giving <laughs> giving her big moments to nick fury and giving and other than that give her stoicness yeah. you know and it's an interesting thing they leave off on her with with her and olivia coleman mm-hmm. and like them teaming up and she's gonna have this like the, the most ultimate super scroll the only 
truly. I mean, she seems like one of the most powerful like, beings in the whole MCU. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you seem like you can beat like everyone. Yeah, <laughs> you got Captain Marvel powers, Thanos powers. Like and she's overpowered. Powers, ice giant powers. She's yeah. fro- uh, frost giant, frost beast, frost giant. Yeah, like, frost um, giants yeah. and then Thanos and and got Ghost everyone and, and everyone characters who haven't it's even been named in the universe yet. Massively overpowered. Yeah, massively yeah. overpowered. Yeah, it's and from little... like the good uh, from the hero and villain sides alike. Yeah. It's 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 a little ridiculous, and uh, you thought people were like Captain Marvel overpowered. Like, what's this guy? You know, <laughs> like that is so that is so crazy yeah. to see what what she can do. Um, cool to behold. The image the imagery sure. was very cool. Like I get yeah. that was the most excited. Like I think her best character scene was in a, an episode or two ago with Vara when they are bonding. That's like easily the most vivid Gaia character moment. But in this episode, I mean, you know, I I did like that they. Even though the Nick Fury thing is kind of confusing, like her getting to at least talk about the release of death, I thought was kind of like a moment where they sort of overlap and you're like, okay, I can see where you two have sort of a similar experience here, but perhaps, but yeah, um, Ritson, I think that so much of the interesting nuanced commentary where I was crediting this show so much for not being a black and white conversation, suddenly everything devolves into a black and white conversation. And yeah, he just becomes a dick. <laughs> yeah, with Ritson especially. I'm like, yes, I think, like, is that the li- likely response if we're going off of real-world situations? Mm. Of course. Uh, if we're, t- if we're t- thinking topical, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I do think it the way the show handles this, like, slingshot effect, though, especially when Nick Fury was the one who saved his life. And Olivia Coleman does. Sh- it's both Olivia Coleman and Nick Fury there. I'm like, what was the conversation there? Because clearly they must have had a conversation with the president that did not communicate to him. Well, uh, yeah. Of like, actually, it's a little bit where there's some bad ones and there's some good ones. Just like how there's some good humans and some bad humans, you know? Well, and. and t- Talos, Tal- you know, Talos saved his life. Saved his life, and exactly. that seems like something that Nick would exactly. go out of his way the to fa- communicate. The fact <laughs> that they don't even have this conversation pop up yeah. in the show is really upsetting to me. Yeah, uh, when I'm like, that was the whole freaking point of Talos saving him. That was the entire point. Yeah. So his death goes unjust in that moment. Um, so that's annoying to me. There's a lot of problems I got with this film. I'm not gonna lie. I got a lot of issues with this. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and funny th- enough, for for I feel like we've all been sitting here on a lot of these lately, going, man, I wish they would like kill off some characters or make some stakes. And I feel like this series killed off a few characters, and yet I feel like in some ways those characters were less, you know, killed for a great impact or some kind of massive change, and more sort of slighted because, like, yeah, if. This is the last we're going to see of Talos or Maria Hill. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think it ultimately served the entirety or, or some big purpose to do that, especially if we're not going to come back around and go, hey, this guy sacrificed himself for you. Let's get some kind of memorial now that this whole fight is done for Talos or something. Because it's a character I feel like people like and have been endeared to and is one of the shining parts coming out of Captain Marvel through this. Yeah. And I mean, even Maria Hill, like I, you know, I always got excited to see her. She gets a prominent presence in the first episode. And then once we move past that, it's just kind of done. Well, they, no, they had her funeral and he, he talks with her mom. And you think there's going to be some <laughs> like type the of top of episode two. Yeah, you think it's going to be some personal uh, conquest that Nick Fury is setting out on. 
does not go that way. Never really. It, it, yeah, it doesn't really come back. She comes more like, I don't want to be framed for this shit. Yeah, that's where it ends off on. So okay, I I I get the setup. It's like it seemed like they were just in a hurry to get to the plot setup for where the scrolls go next. That segues into Marvels, where obviously the Kree are going to be in Marvels, and maybe they will actually address the whole scroll thing, which is a big deal for Korean scrolls to possibly get the hell along. You know, it's a big deal. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, and and I I hope the movie does it. I I hope the movie shows that, uh, or unless like we solved it off screen, you know, like I don't know what they're gonna do, but cool, fine. Um, I I guess I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I liked uh Nick Fury and Vara's final moments here. There there are things that are, there's whole this whole thing with I. I just, I can't believe in the trailer they had the whole thing where the reveal of Nick Fury will eventually come back to being, you know, him. Yeah. And then here he just like walks into the house. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they'll make a moment out of it. <laughs> yeah. And I can and understand. And that's that I'm like itching for that so much. I'm like, you could have just treated it like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And it's torn between, I think it's torn between being those two different kinds of shows, the version where it's like badass comeback. Finally, I have returned to my full form versus going like understated and more intimate with it. And, and I feel like here it postures the intimacy and mostly leads with that like hey hey kind of energy and then in moments like that will like randomly go flat and i like i can't tell if stuff was retooled or if there were just certain things that you know they were more enthusiastic about than others when it came to like really bringing these moments to life on set like it is like an odd show because it doesn't feel as like jagged and inconsistent as some shows do but it will travel from feeling quite inspired and quite punchy to feeling like again perfunctory a little bit or, or sort of a workman like yeah. i mean i th i like the uh the darkness of the final moments where you're seeing humanity start going crazy and just like taking things into their own hands settling yeah because it's on like national television and um well, it feels real it's just like it's just so kind of harsh and stark and just like oh wow like those people just got mowed down yeah know? yeah no it's in a tv studio at the same time, I do think the movie's pace, the show's pacing, uh, undercuts the moments so much. It just felt like it had to move so fast that it couldn't really sink its teeth it's into like, any why? of the things it tried to do. We had two really long first episodes. Like, what what mandate was ordered? <laughs> yeah, who decides these things, and why are all the show like why why is there a consistent issue with the lengths of these shows? Well, it jarringly became shorter. Yeah, it jarringly became and it shorter. kicked into like a higher gear. It, it went from like t almost an hour long for the first two, which I really liked both. And and I know there are people like I saw people in the comments in the last episode going, "This is probably my favorite episode." Uh, and I'm, I'm. That's again. That's good for you guys. If it, Glad. if it is your favorite episode, uh, I, I cannot say that <laughs> anything has reached the heights of the first two. Uh, no. and, and following this, I, I think this is better than episode four and five. I, I like this more than episode four than I think I do. I don't know. I really don't. I don't even give a shit, honestly. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Rank all the episodes. Uh, I, I, I don't. <laughs> um, one, two, six, three, like four, five. One, two and gr were great, and three was the second one below them. <laughs> and yeah. and then after that, it's, it's just six, a mix. Four, it's a mixed bag to me uh, for four, five, sure. and six. Uh, so, yeah, this 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 was um, 
overall the finale of it of it all i thought was very much i still thought it was a mess and as while there were some exciting moments to be had i still thought it was very messy i didn't dislike it to the point of do you see the thing is like when i think about moon knight and i think about hawkeye uh i remembered the penultimates really liking yes you know, yeah, being like, whoa, this could maybe, maybe like nail, yeah, the killer and then finale. the finales, I was like, ah, shit, <laughs> yeah. wrap this all up, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're here. I was like, well, the show's been going downhill for me, so yeah, I'm not exactly disappointed, but like, yeah, you couldn't so leave I'm us like, with like 50 minutes. I'm like, I had fun. I'm not going to think about it ever again, probably. Yeah. To, to me, this is like the most consistent of the inconsistent shows yeah. because the ways in which it is inconsistent are quite consistent across the show itself. Like, yeah. I, I like the tone and the atmosphere and, and most everything. I think from that a gets so lost, though, over time. Like, it the does. seam work remains, but yeah, all that stuff gets lost. No, yeah, I'm not going to pretend. Like, this is a show that is marked to me by uh, the potential. It's like there are moments when it's hitting the potential, there are a lot of moments when it's not. I like the general veneer of what the show is, and I hope that they don't decide not to pursue this flavor in the future because it does feel a bit different and it does feel in that more again espionage not to everyone always pulls winter soldier and this doesn't feel exactly like that but this feels yeah like oh the kind of government conspiracy side of all this superhero and uh, you know infused world um and i like that they spend the time and energy to do that i just yeah, I, I, I wish they could iron out the consistency factor because this is, yeah, it's like when it's flat, it's not terrible and it's not like completely out of line with what's come before. It's just, yeah, it's, it just doesn't have the room to breathe. Well, guys, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, <laughs> I don't, uh, just, if, if you don't really want to watch the show, I, I think you could just... If they got all the shows, this is the one you could just read what happens in it. Sure. Um, if you really don't care to watch out of all of them, you can just like look up what happens in it if you want. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what did you think about it, though? What are your thoughts? We're here to just share ours. Uh, well, that's our review. So leave your thoughts down below. Um, Decent show. Hopefully, Marvel's is good. And, hopefully so. And we'll see how. How much they factor in uh, humanity worried about scrolls moving forward, or unless it's just another plot line that yeah. just introduced, and we ultimately don't really think about it in the end. Um, all right, we'll talk with you all soon. Thank you to G Fuel. <laughs> I gotta edit.